1: So, without further ado, let's get to it.
0: All right, everybody. (laughs) Welcome back to Hindsight Hacking. And today we have a very special guest, Miss Emily Murphy. Now, if you have any kind of New Year's resolutions, any kind of fitness goals, weight loss goals, then this is the episode that you need to tune in for and Miss Emily here, she actually has multiple things helping clients all the time. If you pay attention to her stories, every single one has clients' major success happening right there in front of us. And she even has a new app out there just to help you, which I'm sure Ron and I might need to get access to at the end of this show. So Emily, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah,
2: and happy be here. Yeah, no kidding.
1: (laughs) We're excited to have you. I know we kind of started Channing before we started, but we'll get into that in a minute. But before we get in kind of too far into the interview, why don't you take a minute and kind of give everybody a little bit of a introduction to you? Yeah, sure. Thanks. So uh,
2: about 16 years ago, um, I uh, had my first child and I gained um, over 90 pounds and had to figure out how I was going to get back in the shape and be the athlete that I wanted to be again. And so I started just diving into research and figuring out how the body worked and nutrition. And there wasn't the Internet. It wasn't very um information wasn't as readily available on all these topics as it is today. So um, I was at the library studying. I um, bought courses and went and studied um, with somebody that, you know, had dealt with food sensitivities and how food reacts in the body, which was really um, unique back then. And just opened up my world. I totally geeked out on it, uh, lost my weight. And as I did, I lived in a small town where people started asking me to help them. And from that, I started putting on seminars and started training in gyms. And it just evolved into this huge passion for helping people and showing people that they can be healthy in any walk of life. And it can be really easy, like with some of the hacks and the things that I do also.
0: Did I hear that right? Did you say 16 years ago?
1: Yeah, 16 years ago. He was like 12 and a half, I think. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. yeah I, I, I would never have guessed. You have a 16 year old. So, man, crazy. <laughs> awesome. And then uh, 90 pounds. Like, I know my wife, she's smaller and she gained 45. And, uh, you know, she was beautiful and amazing. And, but it, she felt it. She felt every second of it. And uh, the challenges that that brought on uh, she made during her second pregnancy, she, she was conscious of the food the entire time because of it. And uh, so how do you tell women that are you know, specifically now pregnant or just finished you know, having a baby? Like, What do you tell them to just keep them positive, keep them motivated, and keep them to know like they can have the body they want back? you know, by just doing a little bit of work or a lot of work afterwards.
2: Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, the body changes and the hormones change and everything. And then my um, fitness has evolved as my body has changed too over the 16 years and, you know, just figuring other things out and um, realizing that relationship with foods matter, how you grew up matters, how you, you know, look at exercise and food, what you know, your take on it is, is some people look at it purely as entertainment or to fix their feelings or, you know, to, um, gather with loved ones and things. And other people look at it as fuel and how to, um, maintain a body that you love and that will work for you and promote longevity through your life. So you, You know, you're feeling good at 70, 80, 90, and we're not all broken down and, you know, full of disease. So it is a a crossover and that's what I like to teach in my program. And that's why it's a little different than um, just dieting. My coaching program is a shift in mindset around these things to where you feel like you have control and you're not on a diet at the same time that you just have the control to be able to move forward
1: and reach your goals. Yeah. I love that. So let's, let's, I'm going to go back to our conversation that we are having. So we were talking about before we started the show that, you know, it's New Year's. Probably by now, most people have stopped their New Year's resolution. And this is like the first time I have not stopped. Right. So what I was saying is, I've had an Apple Watch since I don't know forever. Okay. So when it came out, I had an Apple watch. My wife got me one and I was like, oh, I'm going to get healthy because uh, they have these little rings and I'm going to make sure I hit all the rings. <laughs> that was like a game. Right. And yeah. so the this whole month I have hit all three rings every single day without missing. I've been exercising every single day, but what's crazy is you get these little awards. You get like little badges for hitting something.
2: Isn't it amazing
1: what we will do for these little things? Yeah, 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 it (laughs) it, it is. So I get this award. I get this award (laughs) that I closed my exercise ring seven times. I was like, oh, that's exciting. But guess what? It was the first time I've ever done that. And I was like, what? I've had this watch for how many years now? And that's the first time I've got that. I've got it twice now twice but all right uh, i was shocked shocked how (laughs) something that has been on my wrist that that's actually why i bought it i don't even focus on that like how do you help people stay one i would love to get your take on all of that but how do you get people to stay focused on what they're trying to achieve
2: well that's a good question um and it's hard to I mean first of all is is figuring out you know why you want to do something and usually it's of course when people get to the point where there's enough pain for you there right and um there's something that's been presented to them that is you know no longer they're they're able to deal with on a daily basis it's sh- it's showing up in their life um and they no longer want to move in that direction But of course, positive changes don't, they're not always positive, right? So you start, you decide you want to make a change. And then the next day it doesn't feel so good when you're doing the thing, right? You're like, screw this. Um, So it is, uh, of course, in the first part of my coaching program, just finding out somebody's commitment and their reasons why. And usually that's, it can't be one reason. I like my clients to make lists of reasons of why they would continue to do something because you need different whys at different times, right? You're, You're just wanting to look great, might work, you know, when you have to go to the gym and there's nothing else to do that day, right? But that why might not work when, you know, you're sitting in front of your grandma's homemade lasagna and you know you've got uh, some accountability and to weigh in next, uh, you know, the next day or take some pictures. And it's you know time to make that decision. You might have to go four, five, six wise deep for that one, right? And so it's just real important to to know why you're doing something and to lay it out and have it in front of you. Just like anything, you know, if you're going to be successful, staying focused on the goal and the reasons is real important.
0: I love that. And so often, I, I mean, honestly, I don't think anybody's ever talked about a why in, in anything because you you relate that to, or everyone talks about a why for a business or whatever you're doing, but, but nobody talks about it in the sense of there's multiple reasons. Like there's more than this one reason. I, mm-hmm. I Why do I do this to provide for my family? Yeah, that, that's part of it. There's so much more. There's so much more to that. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And Uh, and so just, just thinking about you, you mentioned the fuel versus the social aspect or, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, certain things when you go see the lasagna, you know, that, that why has to change. So, uh, I I know for me, like moving around is, is not that, that hard, but being consistent Mm -hmm. on eating the right way is, is tougher because I, I get bored or. Uh, you know, I have two kids and they won't eat anything healthy. And so then there's junk in the house or whatever the situation is. If it's there, I have a much harder time saying no versus if it's not. And, and, uh, so how do you, how do you help someone like that, that literally like I, I do all the hard work in, in a workout, but then I ruin it by the, the food in the house that's there. And like, cause I can't always make the right choice on that side.
2: Right. So, uh, this is a problem, you know, that a lot of people face and it's, uh, it's multi-layered. I think they're, you know, it's, it's hard to just be the guy that says no all the time. Right. It's like, how many times do you want to walk by the cookies on the the counter and say no before you're just ready to lose your mind? Um, (laughs) so, so that's one part of it. Well, the other part is, um, you know, you can't exercise a bad diet so exercise and calories are not a linear equation where you can eat you know x amount of calories and then burn x amount of calories it's not like your body has this calorie bank right where if by the end of the day before you go to sleep you burn off what you know some of what you ate or you end up on your Apple watch in a calorie deficit, right? That's not really how the body works. It's two totally different processes. So if you thought about it, like in a car, you could think about it like, you know, your, um, your gas not having anything to do with the amount of, of wear and tear on your tires almost totally separate, but with the use of technology, they have found a way to let people think that with this device, they can start tracking these things and you can buy this device it's like the perfect push-up, you know, or things like that. Anything you can buy, you can go do a million push-ups on the ground with your own damn hands. But now I can sell you this 1999 perfect push-up and now I have something to market to you, right? So the the calorie and exercise equation is kind of a load of crap. Um, and and people have been misinformed about it so first you can't so it doesn't matter like how much you kill it in the gym you still really want to be focused on your food and what goes into your body and make sure that's healthy now when we talk about kids if we look at our own behavior around food like where does it start everything starts when we're kids and all of these feelings around food when you know you're upset and your parents give you something to appease you, and now you're eating, and we, we're smart when we're kids. We get dumber as we get older sometimes, and <laughs> we associate that feeling with food and comfort. It comes, it clicks. So it, that's what happens. And as parents, sometimes we get lazy, and, and that's the easy go-to, especially if you're home working, and right now your kids are home with you you're doing whatever you can to keep them out of your workspace, (laughs) eat whatever you want, do whatever you want, play nine hours of video games. I don't care. And, um, and so we have, we make these associations when things go wrong, food is a comfort. When things go right, food is a comfort. When there's family around food is a comfort. So food becomes this thing. Well, There wasn't probably also as much junk and stuff when we were growing up as there is now and there's really a lot of easy snack foods and packaged foods to feed our kids and they will start to change their behaviors if you imply a little force and i'm not saying starve your kids till they eat vegetables but you have to let them try new things and one of the ways is is letting them help help um, cook And I used to run a chef camp. We had a commercial kitchen. I had a meal prep company. And in the summer we ran a chef camp where we taught kids how to cook. And when they like to cook and when, I mean, there's Pinterest now, you could go on and make broccoli 50 million different ways, right? And you can find a way that they like it and they'll eat it. They will, they'll, they'll eat it up. what we don't want is to leave our kids, you know, 30 years from now, having to call somebody like me because they have no, they're used to eating goldfish and chicken nuggets, and they don't know how to eat other things, right?
0: You are saying that's so, not good? Is that is that a problem? Is, is that a problem? <laughs>
2: I mean, I know adults who eat who eat chicken nuggets and things and that's their you know, they're they're addicted to fast food or it's just a way of life now because it's convenient and um, no meals I cook are over 20 minutes. That is my rule. I mean, we do it's whatever we can in 20 minutes and we make some some really good tasty meals. I almost hate going out because you're risking like it not being as good as you eating at home so even if you know you need packaged things and stuff the quality of food matters so at least if you're snacking on your kids food and we're circling back around to this and it's a higher quality of food you're not you're not doing so bad (laughs) fruits vegetables um and things like that, then you know, you're not gonna feel too guilty about walking by and picking up some carrots or apples and throwing them in your mouth. And it's not that hard to say no to those things either, funny as that is.
1: <laughs> right. Well, it's it's hilarious because you know, my my wife my wife is a health fitness Our person. snack of the day. Yeah. yeah right. Look and at you. She she you will bring me here? Yeah, she'll she'll bring video? me veggies, yeah. she'll bring me all this stuff, and, and it's, it's hilarious because she jokes that, hey, I got you to eat fish because I wouldn't eat fish, and you got me to eat potato chips because I was the one that introduced the bad thing because <laughs> I was a potato chip guy, right? But especially around this time of year, she – I mean she cooks – like the cookies that Corey was talking about was probably the tray of cookies my wife brought over and stuck on his counter. Right. Cause she makes like 30 different cookies and it's obviously my job to make sure every single one is good. So I have to try every single one. Well, it's you control,
2: yeah. <laughs> I have to make
1: sure, you know, it's, it's what everybody's expecting. Right. So my job is to make sure it's good, but like the kids eat really well. She cooks it cooks amazingly well. My issue that I have, I'm a snacker, right? And when everyone's in bed and I'm sitting on the couch, I want to eat something. <laughs> I just want a little snack. And and I'll sit there and I'm like, I'm not gonna have anything. And then I'll sit there and Rachel will look at me and she can she can eat bad because like her metabolism is phenomenal. Mine not so much. Not so much. Um, but, like, she's like, Do you want a snack? I was like, Yeah. And we'll go back and forth. And then, like, right before we're about to go to bed, I was like, Dang it, I, I want a snack. And I'll just go grab a snack, which is like the worst thing ever because I'm going to bed. So, like, what <laughs> would you tell me? <laughs> like, besides smacking me across. <laughs> <laughs> We need some
2: negative pattern interruption. I need something like the hammer to come down on you. Right. <laughs> you feel like shock collars or something. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do
0: have one though. Can I get you control of that one for? Real? No, 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 no. I'll be on the thing.
2: <laughs> All right. So the first, um, the first stop I make is making sure your calories and nutrition are on point. Because if you're not eating the right amount of calories. During the day, and I don't know if Apple Watch tells you that or where you got that, but pal for that. oh, that's horrible! <laughs> oh <my laughs> the worst, the worst. I'll tell you why. Um, okay. So, my Fitness Pal allows you to go in there and put, like, that you want to lose fifty pounds in three weeks or something right. ridiculous. It lets you make these ridiculous equations. Yeah, There's, not the- really There's not
1: a helper. There's not a
2: What's that? I didn't hear you.
1: Well, then you get pissed off because you haven't done it and you just stop logging your food. It'll be fine.
2: Well, what it does is drop your calories way down to where nobody should ever be. There's not like a, a automatic stop where it says like, no, nope, you can't go under that. And that's not going to work. Like your coach doesn't pop up and explain the reason why you can't eat that little because you're going to starve and you're going to be in your pantry at night. Guaranteed. So if if you're using um, those equations on MyFitnessPal and they're not and they're scheduled for you to lose more than a half a pound a week, they are probably robbing you of calories that you need. Now, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> my fitness pal is is, is the reason you're, you're,
1: like you're looking at my phone. It feels like you're looking at my phone.
2: Now, the re- now the reason that also equations like that don't work and I teach intuitive eating and we start with a template and I go back and forth with my clients and explain to them what biofeedback they're looking for, as in hunger signals, because hunger signals are okay and that, that's our body telling us we need more of something, more nutrition, right? And sometimes when we're super busy running our companies, doing all the things we need to do during the day... Our hunger can be suppressed by the hormones, by the adrenaline, by the things that are going. Some people are drinking coffee all day to keep going or whatever it is. Yeah. So if you're if you're feeling like your energy is low and you're needing more coffee, you might need more food and not just celery. So. So if you are going to the pantry at night, I can almost guarantee your food is your food intake is way too low during the day. And your body is sending you those signals to get up and go to the pantry. It knows there's food there. It knows you don't have to go hunt for it or or whatever. Now, if you have the right amount of food, so then my clients move to a stage where they have the right amount of food and they start making their way to the pantry anyway. And then we start looking at habits. And what, you know, just clicks and what I've been doing for the last 15, 20 years to, you know, cap off the night and help me feel more relaxed and whatever it is. Um, so then we talk about those whys again and and when we're gonna put our foot down and that's either, you know, then we talk about pattern interruption, um, just going to bed, just, if your body is, re- is telling you you need energy, you could just go to bed and give it energy by sleeping, like plugging in your battery pretty much, or feeding it more. Well just go to bed. Sometimes that's hard though, because we like that, the gratification of the snack.
0: Yes, it is it is funny how the habits of of anything kind of compact in a day, and then by the end of the day, if if you've had anything kind of go wrong, whether it's sleep from the night before or none no movement or too much coffee or too little water or whatever the situation is, right? Like everything kind of adds up and makes it harder to say no. And if you have the stuff in the house, then I, which I know I do, uh, it, it makes it even that much, much tougher. So, all right, but let's shift gears a little bit because I want to talk about, you know, the coaching that you do, the, you know, and, and is it like, do you typically get somebody for eight weeks and, and you fill, build a specific plan or is it group focused on the fitness and the, the, Uh, nutrition or walk us through like what's what's the kind of the whole thing if Ron and I came to you and uh, you know what would we get when we come see Emily
2: well so I have two levels of my coaching program I have a a group coaching where I show people in a group setting how to start to manipulate their own food plan um, based on intuitive eating practices and what um, what their body is telling them. Sometimes, based on people's schedules um, or their activity, they can. Another thing my Fitness Pal might do is tell you to eat a certain amount of calories each meal and spread each meal equally. And sometimes our bodies just don't work like that. Metabolisms are different, activity is different, um, schedules are different. So it might be better for you know me to eat a big meal um, earlier in the day. Um, But Ron, it might be better for him to eat a bigger meal at night because that's when uh, he has time to sit down, be relaxed around food, not throwing food down while you are in front of a screen, which is one of the worst things you can do is mindless eating, right? Not even processing and knowing that your food is going into your body. (laughs) You know, Ron, uh, Corey sent me a checklist of things that Ron does.
1: I was like, what's going on? Like, I feel, I feel like and you had a conversation before.
2: (laughs) No, this is everybody. We get used to it. And then what do we do? We're on our phones, right? And we're in our screen. We don't even know what we're doing. We're eating. Something good pops up. Something bad pops up. That association comes right back. And that food is the comfort and the gratification and the association with either one. Right. So if we put the phone down, we stop these and we start like being intentional and in control of our thoughts around food. And um, and so in my like I said, in my group program, um, I do this in a a bigger setting um, where people manipulate their food on their own. And we do um, uh, check ins every every other week and they can ask questions in the group and things and get their exercise programmed. Uh, how it will fit into their lifestyle and around their schedule, something they will do, which is really important. Also, just like the food. Um, And then my intensive one-on-one coaching is a lot of communication with me. These are for, this is for people who have, um, well, I think everybody has these issues, but these are the people that are really ready to go after these deeper issues around food and want to separate themselves from this relationship that is holding them back and will show up of course in a lot of other areas in their life so um there's a lot of one-on-one communication and working through these things to to separate and and break up from your diet break up from that relationship where food has a hold on you and um and that's that's what
1: i do cool all right so i i have kind of two questions so i'm gonna cheat Sorry, Corey. Um, <laughs> but since clearly this is all about me, it's not <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. So is is it better to be consistent, like the time of day to exercise? So that's question one. Or does it matter as long as you just do it? And is there a, a right time or wrong time to weigh yourself? Well, I think
2: um, I'll go to the second question first. I think the right time is usually before people like to weigh themselves before they have anything in their bodies or on their bodies. So first thing in the morning is, is probably I don't go get on the scale after you've eaten all day. I mean, that'll send you, you know, for a loop. our bodies naturally hold the volume of food and water we drank and ate for the day. And so it's not like you just put on five pounds of fat. But uh, but people do that and send themselves into a tailspin, which is and I also have part of my course is um, the scale method, which I have um, put together a step by step, day by day uh, way for people to I call it have little acts of courage by stepping on the scale every day and not beating themselves up, carrying on with their plan, whatever the the weight says. And I don't know. I don't know how it is with, with you two or with guys in general, I deal with a lot of women who will step on the scale and immediately just start hammering on themselves about how bad they are, how ugly, how fat, how just all these really uh, like sad, hurtful things that, that they associate with this number that they see. And my program teaches you that that is just data, right? And we practice that and we practice it together. And, um, so first thing in the morning on your question, <laughs> but,
1: uh, and, and, just to, but just I, to and tell I do you. like to
2: have people weigh every day because the scale is yes. great for, um, to let us know how our bodies are reacting to the foods we ate before, because if you gain a few pounds that you don't shed off in a few days, um, that means that those foods could have caused some inflammation in your body that it's not easily getting rid of. And so it can also show us um, things like food sensitivities if we pay attention to what we're eating and the number. Um, so the other question was about exercise well, and what quick, time is Just
1: time. so you know, usually when I see the number I don't like, I just go in the corner and, and curl up in a little ball and cry for at least three hours. <laughs> and then Corey calls me and goes, are, are you going to work today? I was like, I- I'm not done moping. So that's usually how I, how I handle, handle that. <laughs>
2: But and when when people don't uh, see the number that they want, they don't usually go back to the plate of celery. I guarantee you they
1: no, it's got to go right to M&M's.
2: Right. They use the thing that they've always used when they feel bad. Of course. So you're doing the thing. That's why I said we're smarter as kids. Sometimes we have this stuff figured out and then we get worse. But in exercising and the time of day. Um, really at this point, you know, as adults, it's whenever you can fit it in. It really, I mean, of course there are, you know, times where your metabolism might be higher. And if you're, if you're fasting or things and your body's ready for that, then it can be more beneficial than not. But for most people just get up and move and and get something in during the day and plan it. Don't just wait till, you know, you, especially as entrepreneurs and people that are working on their own business, there's never a good time, right? We have to schedule everything and it has to be intentional or it won't happen.
0: Yes. The planning, the consistency, uh, just do it for many of us that are sedentary way too much of the time. And so, um, you know, for, for me, like, I, I kind of did this whole habit stacking thing in 2020 Uh, I started with five minutes. I started with pushups and then, you know, 20 pushups. Okay, done. And then I built it up to five minutes of, of activity. Uh, and now I have a bike and I, you know, I'm on the bike every day, plus my five minutes plus meditation plus, right. And like, I just kind of stacked it all into, uh, everything. And so for those that are just not doing anything, just start with one thing and figure it out and do it consistently. So, uh, but, but Emily, if you didn't notice, we we kind of utilize this podcast to get free coaching so thank you for sharing your your vast knowledge with us but but tell us if we were to go purchase this app mm-hmm. what would we what would first what's it what's the name of the app and second what are we gonna what are we gonna see and get on there
2: so the app is called go get em fitness um m is a nickname that i've had for years as emily so um I, and it's not on the app store. If you're looking at I
1: was was totally doing that right now. If it's
0: not on the app store.
2: Well, it's a download. Um, it's a workaround download from a website. Okay. But, um, the, so with the app and one of the things that I teach is to not just go crazy and start exercising and figure out your calories from my fitness pal and and starve yourself into the pantry at night, your body needs a setup. It needs to get ready for exercise. And so I've created small bits of movement and exercise, and there are all levels in there from um, very beginner to all the way up to athlete level um, that you can choose from and pick your, level you want to start at but as a beginner and things that you just don't know what to do whether it's right now in in your home because gyms are closed in a lot of places and you don't have access or you you're not maybe you're high risk or you can't go into a gym or you don't want to so there are options there for you to be able to use things around your house as weights and 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 just move your body and get in shape 15 to 20 minute workouts and this is so you don't just go hurt yourself and and kill yourself. And for a lot of women um, weight loss uh, can also be hormonal and we can throw our hormones even farther out of balance by deciding we're going to do something and then going ham, you know, 60 minutes a day, two workouts a day, whatever in the gym, every single day or doing something running five miles at a time, never ran before in your life, things like that. Right. So it's a good starter. For anybody that's just ready to start moving, that doesn't know how to move their body, and then there's recipes also that um, even if you're not sure about your calories, macros, whatever you should eat, they're pretty healthy, and you're gonna get some good nutrition in your body. And if you did, you know, if you ate those things three to four times a day. And even added those on top of the things that you might still, the bad habits you might still have, you're going to see results and you're going to feel better. So that's what you get from my app. Some some movement, safe movement for any level, and then an efficient movement. We're talking, I mean, max 30-minute workouts for the more intense levels, but you really don't need more than that.
1: I love that. Is it, so there is a Ron level. I heard athlete and beginner. Is there? There's a Ron level somewhere, right?
2: There is. There okay. is.
1: That's good. That's good. Okay, so now I'm curious. How do people get your app?
2: So um, right now I'm having uh, my website <laughs> made to have the app, the okay. landing page, and everything on it. Um, so this was uh, something we I had to launch the first Monday of the new year, but yeah. Uh, have everything kind of following behind on, on the setup. So I do have a link and I can give you guys a link to post.
1: Absolutely. But I love that you did it. So we talk, we preach and talk done beats perfect all day long. So you did it. Right. Which is awesome. So great job. I'm really excited about it. It's
0: really cool. All right. So uh, you know, at the end of the day, you have now built this business helping, people at the Ron level uh, and all the way to the athletes and you, you know you've got the coaching from the group to the the private one-on-one stuff you're about you've got this app that just released kind of walk us through the entrepreneurial stuff and walk us through you know and hindsight's 2020 20, right like walk us through what what have you learned that that our audience just needs to know if you're an entrepreneur a what do you need to know to make sure to stay into the right health uh, that you need or B, what do you need to know to skip a mistake that you made as an entrepreneur to help so, kind of somebody, you know, leapfrog some of these things? Because I know Ron and I have made our fair share and we try to share all the mistakes so that way those here and our mistakes actually can skip those.
2: Yeah. Well, um, for one, uh, your health as an entrepreneur is um, going to be and even I find myself sometimes putting it on the back burner and it's really ironic. And I have to tell myself, you know, get up from your desk and go move your ass because this it's, you're not going to be better if you're sitting here for hours and hours, not eating the right things, not planning your food, um, getting the right nutrition, a little bit of sunlight. You know, they say we're just like um, advanced plants, right? We need these things and we don't do them for ourselves sometimes. And, we, uh, we prioritize other things ahead of them. So having one, a coach or a system in place where you can get the hacks you need to fit it in, um, makes it really simple and easy. And then as you know, an entrepreneur and building this business, um, whoo, where do I even start on that one? <laughs> yeah. nice. Um, There's, there's so many parts to it. And I, in this digital marketing world, I'm, I'm still a baby, I feel like, and I'm still learning my way, but, um, hiring coaches and having help, you know, just like I preach doing, um, getting somewhere, you know, faster than you would on your own of course with a pay with a way that's paved in front of you and following the success of other people is just so huge um one of my biggest things that i'm diving into right now and that's helped my business is connecting with my audience through content and learning i feel like at my age is a little Um, there's a little disconnect there when you see these young influencers who are willing to go live and, and have their lives all over social media and, and people love it and they follow it's, it's a very foreign thing. I'm 38. So I feel like it, uh, it's different for me. I I feel like it's not really something that that's comfortable for me. So I have found, um, my way to show my life and my journey in a way that that is comfortable. And I'm getting more comfortable doing that and growing into my space in the industry. And, and that's, that's been really fun. And just, you know, learning how to connect with your audience is just so big. And I didn't do that at first. I think at first, um, my first coaches kind of taught me go out there and throw out like, you know, what water does for your body and what, you know, basic personal training, just basic shit. And that gets you pretty basic leads and basic people asking you, you know, silly questions and not wanting to, you know, really understand and know what your real true uh, course and coaching is, is and, and it's about. So, um, So I wish I would have done that a lot sooner. Just dove into, you know, learning how to connect to my audience, and and if I would have, found, you know, and that also came with the right coaches, also. So,
1: right. I'm trying to get Corey on TikTok, so <laughs> maybe <laughs> that.
0: That. <laughs> you already got me in Clubhouse. So let's let's. For- oh my I gosh, that, let's not Look even talk about that. that. Are yeah. you in Clubhouse?
2: No, no, gosh, I have. I can't. I can barely keep one platform going. <laughs>
1: It's 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 a rabbit hole, it is a rabbit hole. We talked about it earlier today. Um, okay, so you talk about wanting to connect with your audience and I'm sure there's people on here that are probably at the wrong level or most likely higher that <laughs> want to connect with you and like learn from you. Where can they go find you?
2: Um, so they can find me on Facebook um, and my my website should be uh, maybe <laughs> I go get them, um, and Emily Murphy on Facebook and follow me there I have a free Facebook group and give lots of um, tips exercise recipes in there and I'm live in the Facebook group a lot too with other trainings and and other clients um, testimonies just like interviews like this sharing what they've gone through so those are the two easiest ways.
0: Perfect. All right. Well, we will double check to make sure that website is live and make sure that the link is in the show notes because we all got to go get them and uh, get a little better ourselves, uh, be a little healthier, be around for our family long term in our 70s and 80s in a healthy manner and not letting our kids take care of us. And it all can start today. If we can move, if we can eat right and just do a little better. So Emily, you have been a blast. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. You with us, And uh, we can't wait to learn more. And, you know, you'll probably see a couple of usernames of uh, Ron and Corey down the way with your app. So.
1: Most All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. Thank you.
0: All right, everyone. I sure hope you enjoyed getting to know Ron's level of, uh, Fitness and nutrition, but uh, I'm sure Ron has a couple of takeaways. Yeah, my, I today. got I got two yeah. takeaways,
1: uh, Corey. I got to stop sharing my activity with you on my my Apple Watch. That's my <laughs> first takeaway. My <laughs> second takeaway is like the cameras in my house that she has access to is scary. So I'm just <laughs> saying, those are my two big takeaways. All right, but like in <laughs> all seriousness, for real, one kind of goes together. So yeah. You have to work on the mindset. It like this is this is a mind shift, right? And you have to have a commitment. And the levels of why you need is think of it like sh- like a, like you're a knight. Like you have a helmet, that's one why. You have a breastplate, that's another why. You have a shield, that's a why. You have a sword, that's a why. You have to have enough whys. So if you lose stuff, you still have something to hang on to. And I thought that was cool. The other thing is. Uh, you can't ex out exercise a bad diet which i'm very sad about uh because i like chocolate so yeah just gonna think, say that
0: i think that one kind of uh ruined the wind beneath our sails because if we just moved enough during the day it would get rid of all the bad food it, we would eat it says
1: that. i earned more calories because i worked out darn it, it yes that's it what it says so yes. i felt
0: i feel lied to <laughs> Darn my fitness, pal! Uh, uh, all right, but but two other things from Emily. One, you gotta be intentional, right? Like this translates to whether it is for your business, for things you want to achieve, things you want to learn, things you want to do, how you want to be as a as a spouse or a parent or a son or a daughter, like how you want to do it with anything in your life. You gotta figure out a way to be intentional. So, all right, Emily, thank you so much for joining us. It was such an amazing interview. And to everyone out there, if you're not watching this live, why not? Come on, head on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash now 22 and uh, catch the shows live or, you know, we'll be on all your iTunes, our podcast listening platforms, uh I Radio, Amazon, Pandora, I don't know, wherever you can find a podcast, we are probably there. Most likely.
1: I think we're everywhere. All right, guys. Thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers
0: community.